podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at www.podcastyourscene.com. Hey, it's Bill, and you're tuned into Three Questions in a Song, the podcast where the show is exactly what the title says. <laughs> with with me tonight, we have Christina Marie, originally from Toronto, Canada, currently in yeah. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, not too far from where I'm sitting tonight. Um, We're neighbors. <laughs> she plays. She I, I I like you said grungy blues. I, I like that description. <laughs> it was actually described someone like uh, someone else, a, a fan described it as that, and I stole it. <laughs> <laughs> I am um, once called a band outlaw rock that stuck. That was probably 20 years ago. They're still calling themselves that. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> I like that. Um, it's kind of like, I kind of stole it from outlaw country. <laughs> Is that band. a thing? Yeah. That was like um, Chris Christopherson and um, Willie Nelson. Ah. Um, they separate, but they also did. They, they, I forget what they called the highwaymen, ah. um, which were a bunch of. I mean, it was um, Johnny Cash, I think, was in it. Um, Waylon Jennings, you know, that that group of of country artists, which kind of, you know, you they could be considered southern rock if if you, yeah, if yeah. So that's me talk to you, <laughs> right? So I kind of, I kind of borrowed it from that. <laughs> All right, so. Here we go. I have three questions for you. I haven't really thought about them other than <laughs> the one, other than the one that Scarlett sent me. Um, well, right. Scarlett did from last episode. Question <laughs> one. Um, this one, I, I, I think I kind of have to know. What do you think the difference is between the music scene in Toronto and the music scene in Pittsburgh? This is actually a tough question because I got into the music scene in Pittsburgh right when COVID happened. Oh. <laughs> so, so I don't really know the music scene in Pittsburgh. It kind of it kind of screwed me up there right when I booked a bunch of shows. I was about to go watch a bunch of shows and, and shut down. Well, what what venues were you booked at? Do you do you remember? No, that's really <laughs> bad, isn't it? No. I mean, it was eight months ago. <laughs> it was eight months ago, and it was, yeah, I can't even think of a name. There was one in Bridgeville, um, a sports bar in Bridgeville, I think. It's pretty popular. Do I'm trying to think we're 31. It wasn't 31 Bar and Grill. You know what? It might have been. I can't remember where that one is. That's um, if it is, that one's owned owned by Ken Reggett, who is a goaltender for the Pittsburgh Penguins. What? <laughs> his number. Cool. His, his number was thirty one. Ah, <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I have no. Okay, how about idea this? About tell, scene. tell me a little bit about the Toronto scene. I'll let you off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Toronto scene is actually really cool and really small. So every artist knows each other pretty much and we bring each other up. So if someone's having a show, they'd be like, Hey, I'm having a show on this day. If you come out, we'll bring you up. We'll do a song together. Um, 
after the show, do you want to work on something together? So we all like help each other out. We work on music together. We bring each other into the shows. I know in Los Angeles, it was not like that. <laughs> it was like every man for himself. You don't want the next guy to get ahead of you. So that was really weird for me. I don't know if that's what it's like here. Um, it goes in cycles. Um, it has been like that. Um, currently, it's more like how you're describing Toronto. Awesome. You get some help. That's, yeah. It's, I think it's awesome to like help each other out. Like why, why wouldn't you want to make the network bigger than when you need help, you know, you can get it. Then you give it back. That's my, the thing I always say about, about um, that, the clickiness and, you know, doing the, it's me and only me thing is, you know, when, in the eighties in LA, when, when those bands started making it, they started making it together as a group because yeah. they work together. And, you know, so I don't know why you would, would exclude anybody because if you, one band draws attention to the scene, everybody makes out. So help each other br bring that attention. <laughs> yeah. I think over there, people are afraid that, Hey, if, if they like this person better at my show, they're going to stop coming to my shows and go to that person's shows. Like that's kind of the mentality in some of the, some of the people over there. I'm not talking bad about it. That's just the right. experience that I had. <laughs> it's very well, different uh, than the, the sunset sunset strip in, in, in the eighties, I'm sure was much different than what, what LA is like now. <laughs> but, uh, I yeah. Know, but yeah. Oh, for sure. For I, sure. I, and I, I think, uh, sorry. No, go ahead. I think now too, you have to pay to perform. That happens occasionally. <laughs> and That's in Toronto, you don't have to pay to perform. So that's that's a big difference. I don't know how it is here, but um, so I didn't have to pay to perform for the ones I was booked at. So, <laughs> so there there is some of the pay to play thing that goes on here, but it, it's not, you know you don't have to do those shows. You can find plenty of shows without that. Um, sometimes if you book with some of the bigger booking agents, they'll ask you to sell a certain amount of tickets. And yeah, um, that's understandable. So that, but... that stuff happens. Um, and it, it, the scene when I've been doing my podcast, not this one in particular, I have two of them. I was doing my other one. The Pennsylvania rock show is 16 years old. Um, ah. And I've been working in with bands in a local scene since 1996. So I've seen a lot over the years. Hi, I'm new. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for a band, <laughs> someone to open for. <laughs> um, someone that you would probably fit really well with is a guest I'm having on the Pennsylvania Rock Show um, next Friday. Oh. Um, which is before your episode is going to be released, but um, her name, her name is Miss Freddie. Um, oh, she's a blues artist, um, wins lots of awards. Um, and she's very, very, very nice. Um, is that Miss like M-I-S-S? -S? Uh -huh. And then Freddie is a little different. It's F-R-E-D-D-Y-E. -E. Oh, I like it. It's like my Christina. What artist? <laughs> Jeez. Tom, Tom, I'm putting it up. 
<laughs> we are not counting this as one of my questions, but Dom Capelli is, um, he's kind of metal-ish, heavy, heavy rock band called Gonto. He, um, I actually designed his website, so we have a connection. Um, his question, Hi. his question for you, Christina, is: What artist would you like to see perform naked, and why? I can guarantee you, it's not anyone that you would expect, but I would have to be Christina Aguilera because she is just beautiful, and her body is like, woo! So I would love to see her move how she moves naked. I would love to. That's well, there you go, Dom. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> is that she's is that satisfactory from, enough? <laughs> she's she's from this area. <laughs> oh yeah, she is. She is. I think like near New Ken, New Ken, isn't um, she? I can't. I, Wexford maybe, which isn't. It's not that far. <laughs> yeah, I'd have, to, I'd have to double check, but definitely from a Pittsburgh suburb. Yeah, I love her. <laughs> that was an awesome question. I, I've never seen any. It was. I, I liked it. <laughs> I, I, I might have to steal that. I'm not asking Miss Freddie that though, because I don't want to upset. <laughs> <laughs> oh. right, so, so that's a bonus question for you from from Gonto. Um, GontoMusic.com. That was fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> he says Maria Brink. Um, he's actually releasing a song on November 13th, which is two days from the day we're recording. Um, I'm gonna have to check it out. It's called Mission One, but as Dom or does he have an artist as, name? It's Gonto G O N T O Music.com. Awesome! I'm writing this down. I'm gonna check it out. Right, so great question. <laughs> my, my second question for you. I, I'm not gonna ask a question like that. Um, <laughs> let's see. I'm pretty open, as you can see. <laughs> If there was a catastrophic event and okay, maybe it's kind of like that <laughs> catastrophic event and okay. most of the human race is wiped off the face of the earth okay, and one song from every musician survives this event. Oh, which one of your songs oh. would survive <laughs> and help repopulate the earth? I want that boom, boom. <laughs> Okay, now you, to, now you have to tell us about that. <laughs> it's about sex. <laughs> it's about one night stands and a great time. And it's about sex, creeping into bedrooms at night and having a great time, skiing between the sheets. <laughs> I want that boom, boom. <laughs> that song fits perfectly. <laughs> right? Repopulate. It's like confidence. Like it's in the, it's in the way I talk. It's in the way I walk. Nice. Like, I want that boom boom. Come and get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the song that, that we're gonna feature here tonight is called Loaded Gun. Um, yes, so we mentioned age earlier, but not on the air, so nobody needs to know that. But <laughs> I, I feel I feel like you've probably seen like the VH1 and, and MTV specials where they talk about the music. Yes. Um, so that's what I'm looking for here. Tell me about your song, Loaded Gun. Loaded Gun. Like, you want the story. Yeah. Story. Okay. Backstory is, I could talk about it now. It's great. It, 
it was very difficult to write actually my now husband helped me write it but at the time i was engaged we'll call it <laughs> to a touring drummer in a band and he had a substance problem and he had told me that he had cut it he quit and i was like okay because that's not my life that's not what i'm about and i don't want to be have any part of it i don't want to be with someone that has that in their life and everything was fine he went on tour he came back from the summer tour we we moved to washington from los angeles he bought a cabin in the woods um and we fixed it up it was just us nobody for like 40 minutes the town was 30 40 minutes away um and he kept disappearing at night sometimes and he would come back He'd be like oh yeah i was hanging with the guys at the strip club <laughs> I was like, okay whatever <laughs> and then after that i noticed he would be getting super depressed and angry he'd be putting me down he said he was missing tour and then i noticed that he would start getting happy and in a great mood every time he went to the bathroom and he went to the bathroom a lot and I found it in his wallet. I was like, why are you going to the bathroom? Why are you bringing your wallet? And I found his stash. And he was, he told me he had quit. I was like, he didn't quit this and that. He's like, oh, I'm so depressed. I'm going to kill myself. I have a gun. And I was like, okay, now this is scary. He's depressed. He's doing coke. He has a gun. He's putting me down. He's doing all this like verbally abusive, mentally abusive things. I am scared. So we're in this wood, in this woods, there's nobody around. You can't, there's no like good phone service. And a few days after that incident, he, he went to the store and that was like 40 minutes away. So I was like, I'm not going to go to the store with you. I'm going to clean up. You go, I'll be here. He left. I was like, I got 30 minutes to pack my car with everything I could fit in it and get out without him seeing me on the road. So I packed my bags, pieced the F out and never talked to him and so i ninja bounced and that is what that song is did, about it's did like you just i say, don't need you did you just say ninja bounced yes i created <laughs> that term because i i like beast out i bounced without a word like just poof out of thin air uh i left so many things my laptop my tv like i left so many things behind and i just didn't care i was like have it i am saving my life i, I call it like so that's what that song is about. It's about standing up and getting out in the worst situation possible at the time. Like I'm PG 13ing it. <laughs> and yeah, so that's what that song is about. Um, I only needed one shot, peaced out. It ruined, I'm pretty sure it ruined his life. <laughs> like he's. Is he still playing the drums, touring? Do you know? Ah, uh, he is no longer in a band. <laughs> yeah. I think he messed that up with his habit. With the habit. Yeah, because everyone in the band was like family people now, and they, they were over that. They're in their 40s, all grown up. It's like, it's about the music now, M making money for the families. And he just, I think he ruined it for himself. So, um, so it worked, worked out worked out great for you worked out great for me happily married living the life that we were supposed to live <laughs> and he he's alone and i mean we actually did talk 
a few months ago for the first time um, on Facebook and he had no clue that I like deleted him, but we caught up. He said, he's clean now. I don't believe it. And he was doing all these like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. I'm making a movie. I'm writing my own music. I was like, great. I am actually happy for you. <laughs> like, so I'm actually in a place where I could be happy for him. If it's true, but you never know. It, what did that all happen in Toronto? Like, is that part of the reason why you ended up this way? No, it happened. We met in Los Angeles and we moved to Washington state. So let it all happen in the boonies of Washington. <laughs> so you you've lived in Toronto, you've lived in LA, you've lived in Washington, you've lived in Pittsburgh. You've been I lived all... in Denver. I lived in Texas. I live in New York. I lived everywhere. <laughs> you've been all over. I lived in Costa Rica. <laughs> Why'd you leave Costa Rica? <laughs> for him. For the old for the, the, the drummer. <laughs> I just became a new fan. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. I let me pop that back up there. There we go. <laughs> Andy gave you the we horns. Were, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were I was living in Costa Rica. He was on tour. He was like, if we're gonna get married, we need to live together and that's when I realized we cannot live together. <laughs> you are not who I thought you were. Like you are dangerous and you're crazy. All right. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you ended up in a better place. And um, so, what, what that we're going to actually helped other people in so much that they've reached out to me and said, what did you do? So it, it has helped people. Sorry. That's I cut awesome. you off. <laughs> I, all I was going to say was that we're going to take a moment and listen to the song. Um, oh. Loaded Gun by Christina Marie, and we'll be back in just a moment. Here's a 
So that was Loaded Gun by Christina Marie, who is originally from Toronto and has been all over the world. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, What we're going to do now is Scarlett, speaking of all over the world, Scarlett was our last um, guest. She was originally from just outside Inverness, Scotland in the Highlands. I love Scotland. She's currently in London. And um, I'm going to let her ask her question of Christina. I did, yes. Yeah, so I had listened to her stuff. Really, really cool. I really liked it. I'm going to have to check out more after this um, interview. Um, I wanted to ask her what was her inspiration behind um, her most recent album. Last release would be all everything I write is based on life experience. So I had enough experiences that I wanted to talk about and like cultivate together that kind of followed a story. There was a pattern. So it was like, we love you too (laughs) it was a pattern of like heartbreak someone's trying to use you um someone's insecurities broke your heart but then you became stronger because of it then you got I want that boom boom I met my husband everything's great um some mother insecurities (laughs) like mother not supporting uh your dream never being good enough um this everything comes from life really when i put it into like a story so i'm I'm gonna kind of add on to her question um if you had to pick just a a couple artists that you think influenced you who who would you name (sighs) old school old school and new school christina aguilera (laughs) one back to basics uh album um, Etta James, Ella Fitzgerald, Lou Rawls, uh, a lot of, BB uh, King, like music wise, instrumental wise, uh, some Pink Floyd <laughs> instrumental wise. Uh, yeah. Um, Janis Joplin. I, that all, def- I, that I one. I, yeah. I hear that one. <laughs> Mama's blues. <laughs> Um, so when when the listeners are done listening to us and, and they want to go find um, some more of your music, some more information about you, where can they find you online? Uh, the best place would be www.christinamarie.com right there with Wise. Um, all like all places that you could find me, there's links to them there. All like iTunes, Amazon, SoundCloud some articles, everything's there. Facebook, Instagram, 
that would be the best place. I'm going to throw one more question at you. I do this sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell us about the moment that you knew that you had to be an artist? I was three. Wow. Yeah. And my mom, I actually remember this and my mom like confirmed it. She used to sing to us to sleep like operatically. (laughs) Not very well, but she used to sing to us. And then one night I asked her if I could sing to her and I sang the same songs and she just operatically and she was like, wow. (laughs) <laughs> and from then on like I was all like <laughs> and I think that was the moment I just loved the way it felt I love the way it sounded and I love the way it like lit up my mom's face and my baby uh cousin's face so it was that's actually I'm really happy that I asked that question that's an awesome story that's... yeah <laughs> so I knew from very young and then I was jumped into like the preschool choir and the church choir and all these community choirs so it was very young is there anything you want to tell the listeners before I let you head off into the evening what do you mean <laughs> wear your masks <laughs> and, you that, that is very Watch important your <laughs> <laughs> um all right, so this has been episode number 46 of Three Questions in a Song. You can find us out, find out more about us by going to buildthescene.com. <laughs> um, you know, or you can go to buildthescene.com slash show slash 3QS if you don't want to go through all the links. Um, uh-huh. Make sure you check out Christina at christinamarie.com. Make sure that you check us out on the 1st and 15th of each month for our new interviews. And our um, sister podcast, The Pennsylvania Rock Show, is released every Friday and features bands mostly from Pennsylvania. I just did one from Ohio, but he was born in Pennsylvania. There's a link. (laughs) Do I need to ask my question? Oh, I I knew. Yes, you do. (laughs) I'm so glad. I remembered. That's the second time I've done that in 46 episodes. Um, All right. So. Your question is for perceived, which is next, yeah. next, or the next episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am actually, so I listened to them. I really like their stuff and I read their little story of how they got together, but they left out. I want to know the story of why they chose the name perceived as their band name. Like what's the story behind that? Like, does it mean something or is it just like they popped up and we use that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what you have to do is listen to episode number 47 to find out what their answer is. And those of you listening, that goes for you too. That's your homework assignment. Being a teacher, I'm allowed to give you homework. <laughs> now <laughs> oh, yeah. let me try this again. That has been episode number 46 of three <laughs> questions in a song. Make sure you check us out on the 1st and 15th of every month at buildthescene.com. This episode of Three Questions of a Song has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be introduced to more on-site music from around the globe. Don't forget to rate and review the show, and we'll see you on the next episode.